0: 8
1: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories: An infectious disease expert urges the government to shorten or drop quarantine and replace it with more efficient PCR tests. The body of Japan's longest-serving prime minister is taken to Tokyo a day after the assassination that shocked the world. And Twitter says it's suing Elon Musk after he pulled out of a 44 billion US dollar deal to buy the social media giant. Infectious disease expert Ivan Hung says Hong Kong could shorten or even dispense with hotel quarantine for incoming travellers if PCR tests could be arranged more frequently in the first week of their arrival, with results coming in within eight hours. The University of Hong Kong academic said faster turnaround times for COVID tests would help the city fight the pandemic more effectively.
0: If we could perhaps complete the testing as well as the report itself 24 hours, if we could do it within like eight hours, or even four hours from taking the test to the return of the report or confirming the diagnosis. That will definitely prevent the infected individual from going to the community. And I think that will be very important in terms of controlling or containing the current wave of the COVID. And I think, I believe that we, the laboratory, have the capacity of increasing the efficiency of performing the PCR testing.
1: He added that despite the increasing caseload, the numbers of serious infections and deaths remain stable, since most people have received two doses of the COVID vaccine or have immunity because of earlier infections. Health officials say they found six positive cases after an overnight lockdown of Chuman House in Oyman Estate in Homantin. They said about a total of 1,250 people were tested during the lockdown. The new Secretary for Justice, Paul Lamb, says he'll promote the rule of law by publicising the basic law and the national security law. Speaking on a radio programme, Mr Lamb said he will also promote the city as a hub for dispute resolution to the world. Mr Lamb's deputy, Horace Chung, meanwhile, said he would help coordinate efforts to explain the SAR's legal system to different sectors of society as well as to consuls and foreign chambers of commerce. He said some reports by foreign media have distorted the facts and the government needed to make clarifications. The body of the former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has been taken to Tokyo a day after he was assassinated while speaking at a campaign rally. The BBC's Monica Miller has more.
0: Witnesses say they saw a funeral hearse carrying the body of Japan's longest serving modern leader and his widow leaving Nara Medical University in western Japan where he was treated. Police say an unemployed 41-year-old man has claimed responsibility for the killing. Investigators say he initially planned to attack a leader of a religious group. In addition to the device found at the scene, several other handmade guns and explosives
1: were later found at the suspect's home. The shooting was especially shocking in Japan, where gun violence is extremely rare. With the nation in shock and saddened by the news of Abe's passing, Politicians have pledged to continue campaigning ahead of Sunday's polling for the upper house election. The chairman of Twitter has said it will sue Elon Musk to enforce the completion of the Tesla chief executive's 44 billion US dollar agreement with the company. Earlier, Mr. Musk announced he was pulling out of the deal. The BBC's James Clayton has more. Elon Musk is essentially saying that when he put that offer in, he thought that there were more users that actually use Twitter than there actually are. And to be fair, there are a lot of spam accounts on Twitter. Twitter actually said yesterday that they delete a million bots a day. And what Elon Musk says is, oh, I bought something under false pretenses. I thought there were way more active users on Twitter than there actually are. As a result of that, you breached the contract and as a result of that, I'm pulling out. Whereas Twitter is saying, no, 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 no. We've given you all the information you need. And you are now in breach of this contract. And we'll see you in the US courts. The American actor Tony Sirico, who is best known for his role as a mafia henchman in the US series The Sopranos, has died at the age of 79. He appeared in all six seasons of the show as Paulie Walnuts Gualtieri. His co star, Michael Imperioli, described him as tough, loyal, and as big hearted as anyone he'd ever known. China's factory-gate inflation cooled in June to the lowest in 15 months. The National Bureau of Statistics said the producer price index rose 6.1% year-on-year, compared with a 6.4% rise in May. The Bureau said the consumer price index rose 2.5% from a year earlier, compared with a 2.1% gain in May. And now to the weather forecast for this afternoon and tonight. Mainly fine and very hot with one or two showers this afternoon. Moderate east to southeasterly winds. The outlook fine and very hot in the next few days. The current temperature is 33 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is at 70%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Deforestation in Brazil's Amazon rainforest has hit a six-year high, as an area five times the size of New York City was destroyed in the first half of this year. The BBC's Aina Aslam reports.
0: According to data from the Brazilian Space Agency, nearly 4,000 square kilometres of land were cleared between January and June, the highest figure for the period since record-keeping began in 2016. Campaigners blamed the right-wing president, Jair Bolsonaro, for rolling back environmental protections and emboldening loggers and ranchers who clear public land for profit. In a statement, the Environment Ministry defended its record, saying the government had been extremely forceful in fighting environmental crimes. It did not address the recent spike in deforestation.
1: The leader of one of Mexico's most powerful gangs appears to have issued an unusual plea for the country's drug cartels not to target civilians in their increasingly bloody wars. The BBC's Kat Vina reports.
0: In a video circulated on social media, a man claiming to be the leader of the notorious Jalisco New Generation cartel can be heard urging rival gangs to keep the war amongst themselves. Flanked by masked and heavily armed men, Nemesio Seguera Cervantes insists that... We are people who are for the people and ask for religious figures, in particular Catholics, to be spared. The unverified broadcast comes after last month's slaying of two Jesuit priests and a tour guide by suspected members of a drug gang, a crime that shocked Mexico and drew condemnation from the Pope. More than 30,000 people were killed in Mexico last year.
1: Hong Kong karate athlete Grace Lau has won the territory's first medal at this year's World Games in the US. She grabbed a bronze medal in individual Qatar as she made her debut in the world event. The Secretary for Culture, Sports and Tourism, Kevin Yeung, congratulated Lau on her win. 17 Hong Kong athletes are taking part in the World Games 2022, competing in eight events to sport and the tunisian tennis player Al Jabeur will make history later today when she walks onto the center court at wimbledon the first african and arab muslim woman to compete in a grand slam final and there will be no excuse for her now tennis mad compatriots not to watch the match with elena rabatna of kazakhstan on tv it's the muslim festival of aeed al adha a holiday Jabeur was asked whether she'd allowed herself to imagine being the wimbledon champion
0: Yeah, a lot of times uh, imagine myself giving the good speech, holding the trophy, seeing the trophy. I did all of it, you know. Now I need really to hold the trophy. (laughs) That's the only thing left for me. But I I believe in that. Uh, I know that I can do it. I'm all the way there. I mean, there is one match left, so hopefully I'll give it all.
1: the number one seed, Novak Djokovic, is through to the Wimbledon men's final. He beat Britain's Cameron Norrie in four sets in the semi-final. Djokovic's opponent tomorrow will be Australia's Nick Kyrgios, making his first appearance in a Grand Slam final. Home favourite, Norrie, made a strong start to the match, taking the first set 6-2. But the world number one proved too strong, winning the next three sets 6-3, 6-2, 6-4. Afterwards, Djokovic paid tribute to his opponent.
0: Cameron... Didn't have much to lose, you know, he's playing probably tournament of his life and uh, obviously playing at home, it's never easy, but uh, you know, I wish him all the best. He's, uh, He's a great player, I have a lot of respect for him.
1: In Formula One, the budget cap has been increased by 3% to help teams cope with the inflation crisis. This year's figure had been set at 140 million US dollars, but a rule change to control bouncing with the cars has been delayed until next month. This weekend is the Austrian Grand Prix, where world champion Max Verstappen has bounced back from his seventh place finish in the British Grand Prix to claim pole for today's sprint race. It's a very tight qualifying, and it's, uh, it's a really challenging track as well to get everything right. There are not that many corners, but the corners you have are quite tricky and easy to make a mistake. But, uh, yeah, of course, very happy with Paul, but I also know that, you know, tomorrow and, and Sunday you, you can get the points. And to football now. Tottenham secured their fifth signing of the transfer window as defender Clement Longley joined on loan from Barcelona. The London club have heavily backed manager Antonio Conte after the Italian secured Champion League football next season. Longley will join Richarlison, Ivan Perisic, Yves Bissouma and Fraser Forster as new faces at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium next season. The French international joined Barcelona from Sevilla in 2018 for 35 million euros, 36 million dollars, and won the La Liga title in his debut season. To end the news, the top stories once again. An infectious disease expert urges the government to shorten or drop quarantine and replace it with more efficient PCR tests. The body of Japan's longest-serving prime minister has been taken to Tokyo a day after his assassination, and Twitter says it's suing Elon Musk after he pulled out of a deal. And that's all the news from RTHK. The elderly are at high risk of life-threatening conditions from COVID-19. The virus can damage one's heart, lungs and brain. It may cause multiple organ failure that requires intubation in an ICU. After effects can hamper a recovery. Vaccines reduce risks of serious illness, hospitalization and death. Experts advise that any elderly person who has had a flu shot can safely receive COVID-19 vaccines. Get vaccinated early. Stability is the cornerstone of development. For the past 25 years,
0: Hong Kong has been resilient when facing challenges. Today, we embrace more development opportunities. Through integrating into the national development and with the advantage of one country, two systems, Hong Kong will boost its economy, improve people's livelihood, and consolidate its international standing. Let's build Hong Kong's future together. A new era. Stability. Prosperity. Opportunity. RTHK Radio 3. And it's time for some of those great road trip tunes. Now, I understand this is purely subjective. What my... Uh, road trip tunage of choice may be different than yours but we got some requests coming in also the music masterclass from Dr. King and we're kicking it off first with Miss Sherry's choice a little Seals and Croft Hummingbird right here on Radio 3